This is the Mark and Mark Show podcast. Oh, here we go. Now, here's Mark and Mark. Let's do it. Good Wednesday afternoon slash evening, Mr. Mark Retta. <laughs> Mark B, what's going on? You know, I'm surprised we're doing this right now. Why is that? Because originally I had it in my head that we were going to take another week off. I thought you were going to go out of town. I thought that too. I wanted to go out of town and it kind of fell through. Um, so I think I'm going to plan that trip for later this summer. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm sort of bummed about it actually. Really? Yeah. So am I. Yeah. I kind of wanted tonight off. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We could have taken tonight off. We yeah. really could have. In um, fact, we could just say, hey, good to talk to y'all. That's our 60-second podcast. See ya. <laughs> Quicker the better, right? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> where are you on this stuff, man? Where are you on that? I just, dude, uh, I lofted that one up, dude. and I just, like, I tossed it up so lightly, and it just, it just was... Uh, and you just swung and missed. Actually, you didn't even swing. Wow. It's hump day. <laughs> well, you really are just going all out, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it just came to my head, you know? <laughs> Woo! Man, everything you say tonight so far. I know, I know. Wow. I'm in the mood for Mexican food. Well, how come you didn't uh, fill your appetite over the last week, man? Uh, I didn't say that I didn't. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I went to a Mexican restaurant last night, too. Oh, my. No way. <laughs> I did. Uh, you know what's funny is I could eat that crap seven days a week. Yeah. I really could. Well, I love would tacos. You, would you make a variety, mix it all up, or would nope, you pretty have much, the same no, thing? It'd be burritos really? slash tacos. Wow. Some nachos, mm. maybe quesadillas. Nice. Quesadillas. Right. That's what I like to call them. <laughs> But that would be about it, really, because nice. I'm very picky with my foods. I'm starting to open up a little bit, mm-hmm. but I've always been a hamburger, ketchup-only, chicken tenders type of guy. Hmm. You know, whenever I go out to a restaurant, I mean, okay, it's hard to explain. Ever since I was a little kid, uh-huh. very picky, very, very, very picky. Right. I mean, I, w- I-, I eat hot dogs, ketchup-only. Oh, I wow. eat hamburgers, ketchup-only. Oh, my gosh. I never ate salad up until about six months ago in my life. Wow. I will get chicken tenders if I go to Denny's, if I go to Applebee's, if I go to Friday's. This is still to this day? Yes. Even the hot dog and the hamburger thing? Still, yeah. Really? Well, I put bacon bacon on hamburgers Well, now. that's well. Yeah. All right. Okay. I opened up a little bit. <laughs> I just started, like I said, with the salad six months ago. Mm-hmm. Also, when I make sandwiches, like I get ham, cheese, and some salami. Uh-huh. And lately... I've been putting a little piece of lettuce on there, <laughs> and I'm thinking about I, about going out on a limb here uh-huh. and putting some mustard on there. What? Yeah, some mustard. Wow. Because all of a sudden, this actually just happened. I had a thought about this maybe a few months ago. I don't remember where I was at and what I was doing, but I saw some mustard on some bread, and I said, that looks like that could be appetizing. Because here's the thing. I like a lot of foods I guess. I just don't like the combination of things. Right. Okay. Right. You had talked about what was in your grilled cheese. What did you say you put on there? Uh, mayonnaise. Well, I don't like mayonnaise. A little bit of mayonnaise and three different types of cheeses. All right. That's okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the foods where I like them separate, but I don't like them combined. Do you, do you like Chinese food? When I go to a Chinese restaurant, mm-hmm. the only thing that I'll get is uh, beef and pea pod. Okay. Beef pea pods. Right. So right. it's pea pods, beef, 
rice. Because I just wondered, you know, sometimes when, whether you're at a buffet or you're eating family style, they tend to just dump that stuff on your plate. No, I'll be and very it, specific with my order. Yeah, and because then the, the everything just meshes together. Now, if I were to go to a buffet, though, mm-hmm. now I think I've had a Chinese buffet once or twice in my life. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that I probably just went and got beef, rice, and probably the chicken. Like okay. the breaded chicken. Right. That's right. probably all I got. Yeah. And what's funny about that is, actually, I, I think I can only remember one Chinese buffet that I've been to. Mm-hmm. I was with a uh, couple of my buddies. Were we able to drive yet? I don't remember. I was anywhere between the ages of 14 and 17. Mm-hmm. And it was at Super China Buffet, I think it was called, in Hoffman Estates. <laughs> <laughs> we walked. It just makes me laugh because it's like, you know, every third one is called that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Well, no, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> so we ate there. We all ate a lot. I'm sure we did. Mm-hmm. We walked outside and we all threw up all over the parking lot. Really? <laughs> so that was the end of Chinese buffets for me, wow. dude. Wow. Yeah. That was a live and learn from that instance. Oh, man. But yeah, man, I'm very picky. I'm trying to think of how how, scrambled eggs. uh, Do people eat that with crap? No, I just do scrambled eggs. Uh, I'll eat French toast. So no omelets then, if the scrambled egg would stuff. No, no, no. I won't do omelets. What else is in omelets? See, there's something. It's your choice. Okay. You know, you could have like, I know you don't like mushrooms, but you like tomatoes or like ham. You could put ham in it or any types of meat. So okay, I could combine egg and eggs and meat. That that doesn't bother me so okay. much. Is it the vegetable stuff? Like peppers, like green peppers and I don't like green peppers. I sometimes like red peppers once in a while. Okay. It depends on what I'm eating. I mean I get that. Are you the type of person when on a plate you can't have the foods touching each other then? I mean, I don't know that you'd have a meal with a variety of things anyway. No, I can have them ch- touch. I mean, when I go to my mom's house or something and she makes um, mashed potatoes and let's say she makes a chicken or mm-hmm. a pot roast, mm-hmm. right. that's fine. They can touch like corn, peas, green beans. Right. I have no problems with that. Um, but it's the, it's more the choice of the food, isn't it? It's not right. the mix of it. Yeah. yeah. It's not really the mix necessarily because to me, I could do a French toast burger and uh, Caesar salad all in one plate and right. eat all of it. Yeah. But I just wouldn't want to. Dude, on this TV show, I saw some guy make a waffle burger. The bread was waffles. And I think he even heated the meat on his waffle iron. And it was really interesting. When you said French toast with burgers or whatever you just said. Yeah. It makes me think. Yeah. I wonder what. Do you like waffles? Yeah. I think that would be interesting. I, how could you not like waffles? Right, right. There's no taste. If you get a plain waffle, there's no taste to it. It's just something you're like yeah. eating, you know? Yeah. My buddy, well, you know what? I should keep that a secret for now. What? My buddy and I. Just, just throw it out. Has, we're, we're inventing a dessert right really? now. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much I've let in on me. I'm sort of like a kitcheny culinary type of person. Like I enjoy cooking. I enjoy that type of thing. And I kind of, it's almost necessary for me to live. So that's why I am that way. But uh, there was this thing a f- couple weeks ago, Bacon Fest was in Chicago. What? Oh, I saw that. I know. I wanted to go. And by the time we found out about it, the tickets were already sold out and the waiting list was already done. And I'm already on, I'm trying to get on the list, at least even the media list for next summer. Now, do you get free bacon? I don't know. Do you have to pay? At the is place? this like Taste it's of Chicago? It's probably like that or like Rib Fest or whatever. It probably is something like that. Mm. But there were different people who entered their types of bacon dishes, and one woman made some sort of bacon strip cookie. 
Ew. Which I know, and that's what I wonder if it. But I mean, I like bacon. I like cookies, <laughs> and it, it has to be that salty, sweet, savory combination. I don't I, know about that. I mean, I guess I'm. I'm just picturing a chocolate chip cookie with like two strips of bacon, bacon around, around right, it, right. like paper clipped in there, and you got to take off the paper clippers. I went to this restaurant a couple weeks ago that had bacon butterscotch donuts, and it was very wait, interesting. wait, wait, wait. Where did uh was that on? The TV show Chicago's Best. Yes, yes, I went to that place. I saw, did. You go to it because you saw that. Because I saw it on the TV Dude, show. Yeah. You know when that was on? Hmm. I was watching Coyote Ugly on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. When you were doing, and they that. did a quick five-minute little preface to the show. It was just kind of like a teaser. You what? You saw <laughs> that? And you said you I'm had, going there. You had bacon. How do you not pass something up with bacon? That whole place is just bad. That is why well, no, America is so overweight. But that wasn't the place thing. It was just a brunch place. It was a restaurant. But the guy has a specialty like gourmet donuts. And oh. so I thought, okay, that'd be kind of interesting. If I could remember the name of this restaurant, this place, man. I mean, great for a hangover. If you were boozing. <laughs> All night, and you go to this place. I'm sure you're cured when you walk out of there. Pop in a leave, go in there and eat breakfast. You're straight. It was the most fattening stuff I've ever seen in my life. Did I mean, you... I didn't go there. I just saw it on TV. And that was just their brunch stuff, wasn't it? Or were they just highlighting the the bacon stuff? I didn't see the whole episode. As I was saying, this was just like a quick five minute preview of okay. the show because okay. it was like, hey, this is going to be on next Sunday. Check it out or something like that. Right. So right. I I didn't watch it, but I saw that. I I sat through the whole thing. <laughs> Because it's funny, you know why I sat through the whole thing? I thought to myself, hey, okay, A, the host of that show, cheese ball, okay? All three of them. Yeah, so I watched this because I had seen some talk about it somewhere in the red eye or on billboards, and mm-hmm. I'm like, how could I not host that show? <laughs> like, how do I get that gig? How do I go around Chicago right. and find what's good to do, what's good to eat? Now, granted, I'm not much of a foodie, but I'll play the role. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll eat whatever I got to eat. Right. I mean, they go, and I'm sure they go to, you know, drink beers. They eat food. Mm-hmm. They go to do activities yeah. everywhere. Probably going to go out on free boat rides. Dude, last week they had the best ribs. And it was that was actually a really good episode. So this a-hole is going around <laughs> getting paid. <laughs> To try everything in Chicago for free. And I right. seriously was thinking, right. how could I not get that gig? Because this guy, what was I don't even know what he was saying, but something about the food. And I'm like, really, bro? You're trying to appeal to 18 to 34-year-olds right. right. in Chicago, okay? Right. Pretty hip town for the most part. And you are just being, you know, grade A loser. <laughs> I hope he listens to this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. But if this gets out, man, I mean, nothing against the guy. It just... Lay off some of the lines, man. They oh, were just ridiculous. They were and they I know were... I'm not the only one thinking it. Yeah. I oh, know. Yeah, I know. But yep. maybe it, that's what it takes maybe to get in TV, right? It, it does. Well, Channel 9. It really fits Channel 9. I, and you know I like the morning show on Channel, channel 9. Dude, morning but show on Channel is, 9 is not cheese ball. Right. right. Oh, okay. But they have their corny moments, but yeah. they're very balanced. But if you look at Channel 9 the rest of the time, they kind of fit there. Actually, they probably fit better on Fox. Yeah, I mean, well, Channel 9 isn't Channel 5 or 7. Right. You know, there's right. definitely that difference <laughs> of, um, I don't want to say professional. Yeah. It is professionalism. Channel 7, I would or say. quality. Channel 7 is probably the most mature news station, would you say? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say more than anything. Yeah. They're, I thought 5 used to be They're for more a while. distinguished, mm-hmm. Channel 7. I mean, they have Ron Majors, you know. Right. That guy's just... Well, that's what I mean. He used to be on 5. That's why I thought 5 used okay. to be. Do you remember yeah. Floyd Kelber? 
Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. For people that are 15, you're probably not going to remember who he is. Right, right. But I remember growing up, my family and I, we'd always eat dinner in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And um, why did I just get louder? I know. I just heard did it. Did you hear that? Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. Ay, ay, ay. Wow. What's going on here? I was going to say something about possessed, but you know where we are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did the level shoot up? It did a little bit, but I even sound louder. Oh. But it doesn't look any different. Maybe you guys are running on a small generator. And someone shut off their their desk lamp, so the power <laughs> shot back over here. You know how that happens when you have a bunch of lights on or something? You turn a bunch of them off. Sometimes the other ones right. are brighter. Right. Anyhow, so yeah, Channel 7, um, we were talking about being distinguished. Yeah, it's, Channel 7 is pretty solid news. If I'm going to watch mm. the news, I'll watch Channel 7. I don't like 5. For some reason, I huh. don't like NBC. Is it a personality thing, or is it like the people on there? You know, or I don't – maybe – Maybe I'm partial to seven because my mom watches seven. And like mm-hmm. I said, I grew up, we would sit around the dinner table every day. Dinner was at 630 and we would watch the news and yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Right. Can, right. I can't believe that puppy's still running. I know. I know. Man, I would t- love to be on that show. Oh, yeah. Talk about a kosher job. Right. Pat <laughs> Those, Sajak. Both of them. Vanna yeah. White. Yeah. Um, That guy, he's been doing that for over 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. He's been 20 mm-hmm. years. That guy... Ladies and gentlemen, let's really think about this. This guy lives in California, okay? Beautiful weather. Mm -hmm. He is on TV, and he's been hosting Wheel of Fortune for 20 years. Wow. Can you get any more simpler in life than that? What stress does Pat (laughs) Sajak have going on in his life? I can't imagine because they don't tape every day. Right. So right. they're not 365. How many episodes a year? How many do you think they do? But over 200, right, I'm sure. Right? right. Exactly. Yeah. And they may have a weekend edition, but again, like you said. Maybe not even 200. There's what? Two weekends? They don't do weekends, right? They might have a Saturday one, but it might be a repeat. Okay. Let's say yeah. there's eight There's eight weekend days in a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, it'd be 88. It'd be 96. Mm-hmm. Right? 96. So you figure 365 minus 96, you're down to 265. Then you got holidays. Right. You're down to about two. And they probably celebrate all the holidays on there. Right, right. Uh, so you're, you're probably down to – they're probably doing about 200 episodes a year. Right. Okay? Yeah. And they may tape two in a day. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So this guy – I'm going to go with works a hundred. I'll give him a hundred. Let's just say he works 130 days a year. Mm-hmm. He's hosting Wheel of Fortune. Right. He puts on a suit and stands there and asks people questions. Right. Would you like to buy a vowel? Right. It's not even trivia. Yeah. <laughs> he's standing there with cue cards. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything. And yeah. I'm sure he's getting. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find it. His salary? Yeah. Is it? Would that be a known figure? I'm sure. I mean, you would think some sort of figure. I'm going to go with when he started, it was probably in the hundreds of thousands range mm-hmm. back then. Right. He probably gets bonuses of some sorts. I'm sure. I'm going to go with these days, he's got to be making at least two, three mil, two mil a year. He's got to. Two, three mil a year. Yeah. Could it be more? It could be. Oh, my God. 30 years. It's, he's, he was he's approached doing... in 81 is when he was approached about Nine, it. 91, oh, one. He's coming up on his 30th yeah. year. And he had a break in there when he hosted that talk show, but still. still. What talk show did he host? He had a talk show for like one season or two. Exactly. The yeah. man is not qualified to do anything else in life <laughs> except for ask people, yeah. would you like to buy a vowel? 
Yeah. Yes, Pat, I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> How do you get in line for that job? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look into this. See, this someone says here in 87, so you got to figure this out. His his uh, compensation was 60,000 a week in 1987. And I don't know why 60 no, grand a, a week, week in 87? Yeah. $60,000 a week mm-hmm. in 87. Mm-hmm. What where did I go wrong? <laughs> where did I go wrong? You know Pat Sajak was in radio? Was he? He started huh. in radio. Wow. Same with Regis Philbin. Right. I yes. knew that. Yep. So, hey, I'm so, on the right path, so right? when we're old, we're going to be hosting something on television. Oh, gosh. He's 60. <laughs> I, I got to repeat this. Pat Sajak made freaking 60K a week in 1987. Right. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I know. So can you imagine what that is a week now? <sighs> Yeah. Well, to put it in perspective for everybody listening, this is known information. Eddie and Jobo for seven years signed a seven-year deal, one and a half million mm-hmm. a year. Their salaries were roughly twenty-seven thousand dollars a week. I calculated it. Hmm. Wow. So okay, so he was making three million dollars a year in nineteen eighty-seven. Right. Right. I mean, I can't imagine that his salary path salary has gone up to ten or twelve. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it has because hmm. I'm thinking inflation, things like that. Everything right. costs more now. Right. Oh, hmm. and you know what? You know, this guy is probably not buying all. Well, I don't know. Maybe at this point he's probably spent buying all his meals. You think? Maybe. I mean, you can't give somebody free meals for life, can you? Right. Just because no. they're passagic. I mean, right. out in L.A., you'd be giving everybody free meals. Right, right. You know, I know the owners. Have you ever been to Yolk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. owners came into work. Julian's oh, yeah. friends with them. Oh, cool. By the way, Yolk. That's such a great place. The best breakfast oh, place yeah. in Chicago. Definitely. You know who goes there? Like mm. everybody. Mayor Daly. Really? Superintendent Jody Weiss, mm-hmm. who is the creepiest looking guy I think in the world, <laughs> by the way. Uh, who else goes there? Dwayne Wade was just there two days ago. Now, are you talking the one by you, by your studios? Isn't there a location up there? There's two. Because we have one right here, a block away. That's the That's one. That's the one I go to, yeah. That's the one I think where they all go to. Okay. Because there's one up on your side of There's one the way down too. Michigan, mm-hmm. right? Michigan yeah. and Roosevelt or something? Something like that. Oh, is it way up north or south? <laughs> way down south. I think so. Yeah. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. I know there's one in that area too. Okay. Yeah. I think it's this one. Oh, okay. yeah. You're t- the one on Wells. Mm-hmm. Wells. Yeah, yeah yep. that's the one. Yep. Everybody goes there when they come into town, man. Man, it is All a great All these place. celebrities. This, these guys have met everybody. Yeah. And they cook for them. Hmm. Well, speaking of restaurants, I've been wanting to ask you about this. Hmm. Do you tip... Well, in restaurants? I am a good tipper, yes. I try to be, too. but I am. I, I used to be, because what, what's the standard? It used to be like 15%, like a long time ago. Oh. And it's, it's probably now around 15 to 20. I think I start at 18, and I actually kind of will do the scale. Okay, you, you're definitely going to get 18. But if you mess something up or you're horrible, you're probably going to lose tip on me like i'm not going to be like you get minimum 18 because if they're horrible then they don't deserve the tip um i it's hard to explain how i am i'm actually pretty generous with this stuff i uh regardless of the service well the way i look at it i mean i never really get treated rudely Mm -hmm. so i never deal with attitude Mm -hmm. maybe once in a while i have right from the past i mean Here's the thing. I don't really go out to eat that often anymore. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. don't. Right. The extent of me going out to eat is Taco Velas. Right. Okay. So the attitude and service doesn't really change there. It's the same every time. What do you want? Okay. It comes out in five minutes. End right. of story. You know? Even if – now this is funny. 
at Taco Velaz, sometimes they'll mess up my order. As many times as I've been there, mm-hmm. they'll mess up my order. Mm-hmm. And I won't take it. I won't discount my tip because of that. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell them like – and they won't even mess it up because here's the deal. I like steak, cheese. I get tacos. Okay? I say steak and cheese and rice only. And they say, oh, you want the rice? Because here's the thing. Mexicans don't put rice inside, inside there, mm-hmm. which I don't get this. I've come up with the ultimate plan. They always get rice on the side. Mm-hmm. You notice? Right. So why the hell just put it in the taco? <laughs> it's on the side. Just get it in there in one right. shot. Right. And it's funny because my ex-girlfriend was Mexican and her mom, you mm-hmm. know, very Mexican. Mm-hmm. And we were we were out in a Mexican restaurant one time. And I did that. I said, steak, rice, and cheese. And she looked at me and she's like, oh, you get your rice inside the tacos? I said, yeah. Didn't you just order rice? Right. And she says, yeah. I'm like, well, what are you going to do? You're going to eat your tacos with your rice, aren't it's you? It's all going to the same place. So I said, I'll just beat them to the punch and have them put it in. That way I'm just getting it all in one shot. Right. And she's like, not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm like, you mean never you, on you, you all never thought about that like at all? <laughs> but anyhow, so I'll sit down and some of them will put the rice in the tacos, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. at Taco Velaz. And sometimes I just get a plate, plate of rice on the side. And and I've given up. Like, you know, whoever goes – I mean, I would go there all the time with the ex, and she would just start laughing when the plate would come out because it would just be like – I would just, she would just see the look on my face. I'm like, damn, I've got the rice on the plate. And they just bring it down, and they say, everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. You know, if I ask you to fix it, you're not going to get it right anyway this time. So I'm just going to – then I'll just combine the rice on there. But even with that, right. I'll still give them a couple bucks tip. No big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean – what I normally do is, okay, if something, let's say we, you and I were to go out to a, a dinner, mm-hmm. say it was a hundred bucks, right? okay? If the service was straight, mm-hmm. I'd probably give 15 to 20 bucks. Right. Me you too. know, no Me questions too. asked. Mm-hmm. I'm not even thinking about 10 at that point. Right. I'm thinking 15 to 20. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It depends. But uh, I, I'm in that ball range. I like to be good about that stuff just in case I go back. Right. Because they might not remember me for giving them an average tip, mm-hmm. but they're going to remember you for giving them a crap tip. Right. They'll remember that face. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's it's a rarity for me. Like, it, you'll deserve a lower tip. And usually, if it's that bad, I'm probably going to talk to a manager. And that's rare. I'm not saying it happens all the time, but it has happened. And so, but as far as being a generally good tipper at a restaurant, I do probably tend toward the 18 to 20, regardless. Yeah. I mean, when do you when have you complained to a manager? Now, hold on. Tell this story real quick. I'm going to come over there and get some water, but you tell the story about when you've complained to him. I'll be able to hear you. I don't even know if I remember what happened. Well, can you keep it going for about 30 (laughs) seconds here so I can get some water? Come on over. Actually, whatever. I'm just going to get water. Go ahead. I'm just going to move on about the whole tip thing because there's different areas about tipping that I'm wondering about. Like, you know, there's the... (laughs) Hello, everybody. Hey, he's coming into this room. What's going on? National radio show. Yeah. You know, with tipping in restaurants, we've covered that. But then there's other areas where tipping is involved, like at a parking garage when so when a valet, oh, I got you know, valet parking, or if you're thinking of uh, the hand car wash. And yeah. so I just didn't know, like, well, are do those fall under the whole fifteen to twenty percent thing too? I mean, that's in my head. I just, I, I that's the scale I still go toward. And just to add to the list, and if we get to it, we get to it. If not, it's fine. Is that a UFC shirt? No, because you don't no, have a UFC this shirt. this is a... Uh, Funkmaster Flex. Yeah, Hot 97 in New York. Oh, nice. I got it for free. I mean, nice. it's Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to impress anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then at Starbucks, where they have the tip jar there? No. I don't know. No, I've, I don't think I've not. ever done that. I would go with a girl to Starbucks. She always was getting Starbucks all the time. 
Not once did I throw something in there. Mm-mm. No, I just didn't. Um, you're talking about parking garages. Yeah. Well, where in park? Where valet. In, okay, valet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, with valet, my rule was, um, now I don't drive anymore right now. You know, I mean, I don't have a car, so. Right. But before, at valet, I would give the guy like two bucks. Okay. Before. Okay. Not after. Hmm. I would do it before, and then I'd go find that guy when I'm done. Okay. You know, wherever I'm at. Right. Because, I mean, the way I figure it is, I mean, well, even if it's $10, it's 20%. Okay? Right. I guess. That's what I wonder because it's like, I, I don't know the scale. Sometimes they sort of look at you funny. I'm like, well, I don't know what the standard tip is. For, yeah. And you know what? And don't, a tip is bonus. It yeah. shouldn't be expected. That's the thing that bugs me about tips mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. when when they give you the amount of what it's going to be on the receipt. I'm like, you don't tell. It's not standard. Like, society has accepted it as some standard thing. But no, it's still bonus. Here's the thing about tips. Well, yeah, with something like that, I mean, I figure if a guy's doing valet, Mm -hmm. he's got to be making a few bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. First of all, you're not getting in that job to get rich. So don't look at me that you're not rich, okay? (laughs) Because if you're trying to make bank off that job, it's not going to happen, number one. Unless you're doing it at the Beverly Hills Hilton. Right. You, you know, you're right. probably making some cash there. Yeah. Which actually, that's a good backup job for my, my list of life things. <laughs> if all else fails. Okay. Go be a valet guy or a uh, concierge Ooh. at the Beverly Hills Hilton. Yeah. I'm sure that's got to be good times over there. Right. Probably interesting stories. Mm-hmm. Might meet a hot chick. A rich hot chick, too. <laughs> Sign me up. Wow. And it's warm over there. There you go. You know what? I'm going to California. I'll see you. All right. End the story. Don't need to think that out. What? No, but seriously, <clears throat> with the valet, I figure if you're pushing 20, 30 cars a night mm-hmm. and each one gives you $2, mm-hmm. now I guess not everybody's going to give you $2, but you may be pushing more than 20 cars in a night. Right. Let's say 25 people give you 2 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's 50 bucks, bro, in right. your pocket. Right. You already made another 50 yeah. hourly. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Right. I mean, if you're getting paid five, six bucks an hour yeah. and you worked eight to ten hours, right. I mean, you have that. And that's two bucks minimum. And you know people are probably even There's some people that, that are going to give you a ten. Right. But then right. that'll make up for the people that didn't. But you're probably still walking away from that job with $100, mm-hmm. one way or the other. Right. Okay? Right. So if you're doing that job four or five days a week, mm-hmm. four or five hundred bucks, bro. Right. I mean, what do you want? Right. You're You're <laughs> getting my car, parking it, and walking back. Again, a Pat Sajak type of job, you know? (laughs) There's nothing difficult about your job. I mean, that's roughly $25,000 a year if you maintain that. Yeah. Yeah. For doing nothing. (laughs) You're shuffling cars around. Right. And remember, that's cash. A lot of that's cash, too. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to claim that to the government. Oh, don't say that. What? I don't think you can say that. (laughs) Well, you're not saying you don't have to. (laughs) I'm just saying I know a lot of people that That don't. don't. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get paid through the books, so. Right. I mean, it is what it is. Why? I don't know. It's just funny that you say that because it's on the tax form. What is? Tips. That's income. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Your employer probably doesn't report it. So in a sense, that's why people the get valet? away with it. Anybody who gets tips. If it's not reported, that's why people get away with it. Yeah. But yeah, you're still supposed to report it. Well, yeah. I mean, when I worked at uh, Outback Steakhouse, mm-hmm. I was a, I didn't do the serving 
because I wasn't old enough. Mm-hmm. But because uh, you had to be a certain age to serve alcohol in Schaumburg. Mm-hmm. I did the takeaway, curbside takeaway, okay. where people would call up and then I'd go in the back, prepare their order and run it out to their cars. Right. Now, probably one out of every three or four would tip for that. Hmm. And did I expect it? You know what? I'd like to say, I guess I didn't expect it from everyone. Right. But it was nice because, I mean, I did put an effort for it. They didn't have to leave their car. Even if, and I wouldn't be insulted, even if they gave me a dollar or two, Mm -hmm. that would be fine. I was fine with that. Because to me, I just added, I mean, it's just the way that I work mentally. But for me, I was, I mean, we got, for doing takeaway, they paid us Mm -hmm. $10 an hour. Right. Plus the tips. Oh, wow. So I'd work, you know, I'd work like, I do that from four in the afternoon till 11 at night. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like 70 bucks in high school. Plus I'd usually walk out of there with about 30 bucks cash. Right. So to me, that was a hundred dollar day. Right. Which was dope in high school. But normally, from what I understand, like for servers. Right. It's not the per hour. Like you get an actually a lower per hour rate. So the tips make up for what you would normally make. Right. Well, I was a host also at Outback Mm -hmm. and they, we got paid the same as servers. Mm Mm-hmm. We were all paid three oh nine an hour at this time. Okay. And even as hosts, we got tip share. Okay. So the servers okay. would also be getting three oh nine and they would be they'd get their tips. Mm-hmm. And there was probably three servers throughout the whole shift. Okay. And the bartender and all the servers would combine and oh, do okay. tip share with us. Okay. So if it was really busy, like on a Friday, what would we make? Man, I mean I want to say sometimes we would only make thirty dollars cash if mm-hmm. it was very slow. Mm-hmm. And some nights we might get seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred dollars cash. Right. And we get it that night. Mm. Hmm. So that actually wasn't too bad of a gig. Right. Brainless. <laughs> yeah. And a lot you know, it was cool. I mean, I miss the olden days. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I mean, I need a beer. Wow. Yeah. I miss man. the olden days, man. Life was so easy back then. Right. It right. bugs me. It bugs me. I know. I miss it. I know. But yeah, so tipping, I mean, if you have any um problems with what we say or if you have any information or servers out there or how you treat this whole thing yeah markandmarkshow.com you can email us there what <laughs> i don't know i'm just curious to see how much mail that generates yeah well i mean we're we're on the server side with this yeah so oh yeah yeah it's not that bad Mm-mm. i don't think we're gonna get fired for it <laughs> <laughs> not that anyone's paying us what am i talking about so what else is going on man i'm know. tired i'm I always tired I, well i yeah I already told you why I was tired. I don't need to go into it. But yeah. I've just had this back spasm that I'm going through. So I'm up in the middle of the night like every three hours. You know what surprises me, uh, Mark Bretta? Mm. May as well just tell the world. You, you've had these back problems, okay? This, what you, it's only it, been like four days. What, the day, you tell me one day that you can't get up off your couch or something like that. Did you say that? Was that you? <laughs> I didn't say oh, that. I thought you said you were stuck on the couch or no, laying in bed. That was not me. Oh. Well, I'm suffering through this whole thing and doing my darndest to get through. I life. feel like we had had a conversation and you weren't moving or something. You oh, okay? Well, whatever. You were in brutal pain. You texted me something about being in. Oh yeah, the most intense. Pain I'm sitting ever. at my desk, like in you're pain, having, like you're having a baby. Okay, <laughs> but the next day you go golfing. I did. Yeah, you went golfing. The doctor I, told me I could. The doctor, but still, man, when you're not, <laughs> when you don't feel, you can't go golfing. I, this is why I purposely didn't say this to you in person. Because hmm. I remember, I'm like, oh, you were messaging me. I'm like, oh, I'm looking, it says, I'm in so, so much severe pain, <laughs> but I'm at the golf course. <laughs> is it that bad? You, you must be really hurting. I was on medication. 
Mom, mom. Big time. I can't go Big. to school. I'm sick. I'm sick. Mom. Hey, I'm going to go play um, baseball with uh, Timmy down the street. Really, Mark? Yeah? You can't go to school, but you can go play baseball. Shh. Shush. Man. So what'd you do? You did some... What'd you, what were you talking about? Oh, they did um, electric uh, muscle stimulation. Yeah? Have you ever done that? No. Where they take these, you know, these little electrode pads... And put them on your joints, on your muscles, and it sends electric pulses. Yeah. And it sort of just contracts and expands the muscles. And I don't know what it did, but it really was. It really did help. All joking aside with me going golfing through this pain, it helped because I was not in pain the rest of that day until probably dinner time because I hadn't taken the medication. Or because you went golfing time. and you might have strained mm. it a little. Because you, you use your back in <laughs> golf the whole time. You're bending over half the time. Swinging is like a really it's a dude that's a rough motion for your back that is not good <laughs> Why? Oh, man. okay we gotta move on <laughs> for multiple reasons are you able to move on is your back okay know, we'll see can we go on to the next topic what is the next topic i don't know i'm thirsty chad's busy right now really i don't know what he's doing yeah <sighs> hold on let me see what he's doing I don't know what we're going to discuss with him. That's the thing. Right. We have to ask him how his place is going. What did we talk about last week? He's got the apartment with the trains. <laughs> we'll see how the wireless setup went. I'm sure he'll have something. He's got to have some sort of story. Markandmarkshow.com is the website. We're giving chattering down in Florida. Hello. Ooh, I always get it right wow. before he talks. What's up, buddy? Word. <laughs> What's happening, guys? Oh, what's, yeah. What's going on with you? You sound tired. I'm tired because it's been an exhausting day. I had the longest interview of my life today. Oh, yeah? So it's been, uh, Who'd you interview? It's been, uh, this is a, a bank chain. It, it was interesting because they actually called me. Um, oh. You know, I post my resume in several different places. Oh, and uh, they actually called me, so I, I've never been in a group interview before. I don't oh. know if either of you have, but... Um, well, you like group activities, right? I'm sorry? You like group activities, right? <laughs> I enjoy the group activities, yeah. That, they were nice, but the difference between this group activity and others is that this one was fully closed. Oh, so, there it is. Yeah. This was in business attire. I had to dress in a suit. You know, the last time I, I put on a suit, I think I was in a wedding the last time I did that. You know what? I don't – I could see you in a suit, man. Yeah, me too. That does, this is nothing that shocks me. No, no. I, I I mean, I enjoy wearing a suit. I just don't have an occasion to wear one. Right. Mm. So you put on the suit coat or did you just go with the dress shirt and the tie? No, and the I dress? had to do the whole thing. You did the whole thing. Wow. I had to go buy a new pair of dress pants yesterday. Yeah, tell us about that. Unfortunately, the ones that I had, how can I put this? Did they have a hole in the in the in the pants? Uh, no, in the crotchular region. Uh, they were way too small for me. Oh mm. man! Since I have been, I, I don't know. I know that your viewers and your listeners, are your viewers, apparently <laughs> yeah, you're on the TV now. Right, right. Um, right. Your your listeners are going to be shocked to hear this, but I've recently become unemployed, and in the process. I have gained a few pounds. Really? Oh, yes. See, now this oh, is yes. something here. So you're unemployed and you gain a few pounds. Is this, is this a depression thing? Is this because you've been eating more? Is it all a combination of all? Well, um, I will tell you this. And no, it's not depression necessarily. I mean, yes, I go through those emotional moments. 
but uh, this is because food has become my best friend. Hmm. Well, it's the lack you of know, lack I, of a schedule and activity. I, I, I uh, cope with stress. Hmm. Well, here's the thing. I mean, to me, if I was unemployed, I think I'd become in the be- I'd probably become in the best shape I've ever been in. I would go to the gym. I, the same I would wake thing. up. I mean, of course, I'd sleep in till noon, and then I would go to the gym. For like four or five hours. Yeah. I do go to yeah. the gym. I go to the gym to watch the boys work out. Oh. So do you it's don't much do... much easier for me to do than to actually work out myself. I mean, in bro... No, I do, I do go over there. Um, and then I, you know, I, I can't do much because I, I'm having a foot issue as well. Oh, jeez. One of my, uh, something in my foot... Uh, one of my joints has disintegrated to nothing. Ooh, what? Uh, not to gross you out or anything, but yes, there's a joint in my foot. You know, there's many joints in your foot. I don't know if you know this. There's a lot of small bones in there. Well, apparently in the middle of my foot, uh, what happened was, um, and this happened a while ago, and I didn't even realize it until a couple months after it happened, but basically... The joint disintegrated and it, it exploded, and bone fragments landed all over the top of my foot. And then it healed, but it healed wrong. So there's a big, there's a bone sticking up out of uh, up the top of my foot. How does something like this happen? It, it happens occasionally. Uh, I didn't do anything specific to it. It just happened. Wait, it happens occasionally? I, apparently, I don't know. So, is there any remedy to fix that? Oh, they're going to have to go in and open it up and, and uh, refuse it. Oh. You know, they're going to have to break it again and then set it correctly. So when you're... But it doesn't hurt, and you know, and I can walk, but he said i got to take it easy on it. Okay, so this in turn leads you to sitting around and eating more often and gaining weight? <laughs> right, uh, and, but I still walk. You know, I do get exercise. I try to walk mm-hmm. you know, yeah, at I least mean, once a day, if not more. You do right. live in Florida, the sunshine state. I mean, absolutely, and and I just recently got my motorcycle back, so I've had the mic out. You know, the last huh. couple of days. Hey, uh, I want to ask you. You know, what you should do a suggestion. I walk, and this is me living in Chicago. I walk two miles a day, Chad. Living in Florida, you should walk three miles a day. Mm-hmm. I think well, I do. Oh, okay. You do three miles though. Yeah, three miles. I walk everywhere. There's no reason for me to drive anymore. Oh. The only time I get in my car for things that I don't have to, uh, that you know, I have to drive for. For, for example, if I have a lot of groceries, I have to go to the grocery store. I don't have anything else, any other way to carry them, so I have to go to the grocery store. But it's right across the street. I can walk if I have to. Hey. But everything, my bank, my, the video store, everything, the bars, everything is within walking distance. Well, that's good. It's fantastic. I, I know, so it is not unusual for me to walk at least. Uh, I mean. To walk up and down from one end of the town to the other end of the town is about a mile and a half one way. So I, I walk that at least once a day, sometimes twice. Then you're doing the right thing. I mean, right. you're get, that's good. That's very good exercise, actually. And since you're out there, you're probably sweating a lot, too, because it's hot. How was the experience getting new pants? Yeah, I want to hear about that. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> well, that's a very good question. So, Okay, but hold on, hold on. So for this interview, you said you had to get new pants because... The pants you because the pants I had were too small around the waist. Because yeah, <laughs> okay. The, okay. The waist in the nether regions. The waist, no, just the waist. Okay, just the waist. Right. Everything else was fine. Okay. So I went everything there. else is getting smaller. That's actually you know, and that's absolutely true. I guess the bigger you get, the smaller everything else gets. Anyway, so right. that's neither here nor there. Whoa. 
Macy's was having a great sale on men's dress clothes. Okay. So I, I really got some great deals. Okay. Uh, so these pants, this guy, Raul, was the guy who fitted me. I didn't know what kind of shirt I – because I haven't bought any of this stuff in years, you know. Mm. So he fitted me for a shirt. I got the right dress shirt. I got a tie, and then I had to get the pants. So I went over to the clearance rack naturally because that's where my body automatically goes. And <laughs> there were pants there that were $125 marked down to $14. Wow. wow. Yeah. <sighs> Deal. Even if they don't fit, wear them. <laughs> you know? That's exactly right. <laughs> so I put on, I got one pants, I got two pairs of pants, and I went into the dressing room, and I, I put on the 38s. The 38s were not going to work, because they didn't even, I couldn't even button those. You're a 38? I'm a 40. You're a 40? 40? A Chad, what were you when I saw you last? I was a 36, 34? 36 then. Yeah, okay. Damn, man. I know, I know. I've, I've had a few pounds on here. But it's going to go away once I start working again because I won't be stressed out. Okay, okay. So anyway. So, so Raul is by the nether regions. <laughs> so Raul comes in when I get my pants on, and he says, come out here. Let me see you in the mirror. He's Latin. I can't do the Latin accent. That's right. close. Yeah. That's good. So my poppy Raul decides he's going to put me in front of a mirror and and check out and make sure that I'm <clears throat> quote unquote dressed and fitted properly. Mm-hmm. So he's you know checking out everything you know make checking the waist. You're supposed to have your pants one inch below your belly button. I don't know if you knew that or not. Mm-hmm. Is that without a belt? That is with a belt. With the belt, you need to have your pants one inch below one your belly. One inch button. below your belly right. button. Mm-hmm. Now is this all pants? This is all pants. Yeah, yes. this is where you're supposed to wear them. Even mm-hmm. shorts. Well, I, I don't know about that. I didn't ask the specifics uh, on the shorts versus the pants. Oh, well, you don't want to uh, wear Once them I go see Raul again, if I get this job, then I'll ask him. You don't want to wear pants up high, though, anyway, regardless of shorts or pants. Right, but uh, one inch below the belly button isn't high anyway. Right, right. But unfortunately for me, my role starts in that area. So, yes, normally, because if I, cause I usually wear my pants below the roll. Because I'm a 34, 36 in that area. But if I have to go to one inch below the belly button, I've become a size 40. Wow. Hmm. So you have a decision to make, though. Well, here's the thing. You know you're not going to stay at a 40. I would have gone with the 38s. Well, I couldn't even button the 38s. I couldn't even get them around me. Well, does this give you more motivation now to not eat so much? Are you after seeing these numbers go up? Has has it hit no, you? I went home and ate another loaf of bread, for God's sakes. You ate a loaf of bread? No, it stresses me out. Man. I, I'm stressed out when I'm fat, and I'm not working. I, I'm stressed out. Ah. Anyway, so let's go back to the story. So then he's, he, he's you know, putting his fingers around my waist to make sure that, you know, they're, they're fitting properly, and he's, he gave the green light on that. Okay. And then he, so then he gets down on his knees, and he's checking the length of my pants to make sure my pants were you know, the right length. Right. And then then he starts picking around with his fingers, you know, with two fingers, and he's just pulling on the pants, and then, then he gets into the, the front of my right leg, and then he goes up further and gets into the thigh region. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like he took mosquitoes, and he was pulling them off my pants in my groin area. What? Not once, but twice. Oh, my gosh. He hit the jackpot twice. Wow. Uh, Ew. 
And he said, uh, you know, how does that area feel? And I said, well, it feels fine to me, but, you know, you're the expert. What are they supposed to feel like or what are they supposed to look like? And so I had to make an adjustment because I guess my underwear wasn't quite right. And then uh, so then I fixed that. And then he said, ah, there you go. It's fixed. You're fine. I don't know. This I, is I quite know that the, the people that fit you are supposed to fit your groin. Yeah, this is quite the hmm. uh, experience here because I'll tell you what, I don't think any of this would have happened with me. <laughs> I feel like that I've never I've never run into anything like this. You know? Exactly. I mean, well, and I, he, I, then he told me his life story. Oh, geez. <laughs> he owns, he, his brother owns the property down here. There's a little quickie mark down the road here. Hmm. And, and, you know, I live where there's a lot of gays. Okay. I don't know if you knew that or not. So the gays loved Raul, apparently, because Raul used to work at that Quickie Mart once. Oh, okay. And he was telling me that he loves the gays, he doesn't care what anybody does in their bedroom, as long as they come and, you know, buy stuff from the Quickie Mart, right? Yeah, as long as they make him rich, he doesn't care, right. <laughs> right. Well, unfortunately, his brother does not like the gays. Oh. So his brother, when he used to own the Quickie Mart, would throw the gays out. Now, wow. when gays buy, or when anybody buys product from your store, you're not going to want to throw them out. Right. right. So eventually he lost so much money because the gays would stop going in there when his brother was working that he sold the Quickie Mart to the Arabs, the Arabs. Okay. Uh, and they run a very smooth Quickie Mart operation. You know, they're, they're known for Quickie Marts. Yeah. Uh, so that's very good news. So now... You know, then then Raul went and worked for the Arab gentleman who owns the Quickie Mart, and you know the gays loved him. Um, and then his brother went to work for the Arab guy who owns the Quickie Mart, and the gays hated him. So basically, they went back and forth, and so eventually they they fired his brother because you know they were losing so much business. And then when Raul would work, his business shot up and went through the roof. Hmm. So the 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 shorter the longer the shorter the story is that he had a heart attack a couple of years ago, and all the gays came out and sent him flowers and sent him cards and sent him money. Wow! So now he works at the Macy's apparently, apparently poking and prodding away at people's groins. Great! Hmm. <laughs> what a life! Two things before you jump, I want to know. How's the uh, wireless connection? Is everything good? Did they hook it up? The wireless connection is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we were able to get the wireless connection working actually right after I got off the phone with you last week. Oh, okay. We good. Up and running. Also, how are those trains yeah, affecting you, your sleep? How are you sleeping at night? Okay, that's a very good question. I that's what I do. Is that, Chad, Chad. I and I woke up. Chad. Uh, yes. I ask. I always ask very good questions. That's why we have the show. Yeah. I know. That's why you have this great show. Okay. So restart what you're saying about the trains. I'm sorry. Five twenty. Uh, this morning I woke up with the train at five twenty. Uh, I knew it. Man. Yeah. I, I. The train seems to be uh, my alarm clock. Oh boy. Uh, and I was up promptly at five twenty this morning. Now, how often does that puppy run by your house a day? Because you're unemployed, so you're there most of the time, right? You know what? That's a good question. On busy days, like I'll give you an example. Monday was a very busy day for the train. Is this kind of like the, is this like the Metra train? Like if you were to compare it, no, like, this is a freight train line. Hmm. Oh, have, wow! No, I don't have a. We don't have the Metra train this close to us, oh. like the Metra type. There might have been seven or eight trains during the day. 
<clears throat> but most hmm. on a regular day, you'd probably get three or four. And they always there's no specific time that they run through. Well, we know that one either runs at five twenty in the morning or six twenty in the morning. Oh man! So no matter what, if you wow. had a job where you just had to wake up by nine a.m., you'd be awoken a few hours early, no matter what. During the week, yes. Oh man! Oh man! And then yeah. Saturday mornings, most of the time. Uh, we've been here two Saturdays now, and I think one of the Saturdays we had a six twenty train. Man, um, that's a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. Because you know what's funny is when I move to a place, if I see train tracks, that's a deal breaker. Oh, I'm walking yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I am not dealing with nope. it. Even downtown here, I am not living by the L. I'm not having. Watch, you're going to see me in two months. Right. Hey guys, exactly. I got a place two levels up. It's right next to the L. I mean, well, I guess when we looked at. When we actually it's interesting because when we looked at this place, we didn't look in this building. We looked at a similar unit that was in a in a building that's a little bit farther away from the track. Ah. So, and in fact, interestingly enough, there was a train that went by when we were looking at that place. Mm-hmm. And the lady started coughing. She's and, <laughs> she like dropped the glass so you wouldn't hear the train trying to. And come then, it, and, and get this: at that same, it was like two minutes before the train came, a deer went across the train track. <laughs> Now, so I'm thinking that there's a guy over there, and the realtor is going, cue deer. And then the deer, you know, <laughs> across the train tracks. And then there's another guy that says, cue train. Yeah. And then the train goes by, you know. All right, buddy. Well, we will uh, check in with you next Wednesday. Well, I look forward to it. Okay. Uh, and, and are you both gentlemen, are you doing well? You're both still employed? We're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, we're all right for now. You know, a week went by, and I'm good. Still have a job, still breathing. Day by day. Now, guys, I don't, for our friendly viewers and listeners, mm-hmm. apparently you're po- uh, simulcasting both on TV and on the, <laughs> the iTunes. Uh, you're you're going to want to check out this amazing website. It's called markandmarkshow.com. Oh. Ooh. And what they do is they post for four ninety five a month, you can get nude pictures of Mark Baggio at his last beer cater. Oh, it's very exciting, but for only for four ninety five a month. Four ninety five. I don't think people would pay a nickel for those puppies. <laughs> oh man, I love you, Chad. All right, buddy. Well, we will um, hit you up Wednesday. And uh, have you been catching up on the podcasts? I have. Well, here's now. Here's the story of the week. <sighs> you know. You no, know, I don't even computer, want to hear it. We, Dave has a computer. It crashed. I've been using my netbook, but my netbook doesn't have the iTunes. I can't what? catch up on the podcast until I get to that point. You can go right to markandmarkshow.com and listen right on the website, though. You can also email the two of you from markandmarkshow.com. Chad, you're disappointing me. All right, man. No, I'm up to episode four or five, but I haven't been able to do anything since. All right. We'll talk to you. a little bit of credit, man. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right, guys. Have a good night. See you later. Have a good one, buddy. All right. Bye-bye. Now. Bye. All right. Well, <laughs> as as we were talking about, you can log on at markandmarkshow.com. My name is Mark B. That's Mark Bretta. We really appreciate everybody with their feedback and the and, downloads. And passing the word. Yes. What Please. word? That we exist. Oh, I thought you were talking about the word. Because <laughs> we're in church or we're in a <laughs> holy place. I, as soon as I said it, I didn't even mean it that way, but for some reason I knew that you were going to take it that way. Mm-hmm. Spread the word. Oh, man. You know what I was thinking about? Hmm. Going to get 15-cent wings at that place I was telling you about. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you think we have time? Depends on how you want to handle the rest of the show. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, buddy. See ya.